ever wonder how do we silence the noise around us and what other people think of us? Today, we'll explore that and so much more. Trapped by the belief that I'm not good enough, bound by the limitations and the lies that consumed my world, this was me. It wasn't until I took the biggest leap in my life to know and trust the power within. And it was at that moment I made a choice. My past will not define me anymore. Hello, I am Terry Carangela, and I know I am not alone in this. Over the years, I have found that the number one mistake that we make is that we get in the way of our own success story. Yes, I said it. On this show, together we'll tackle limiting beliefs, self-sabotage, getting stuck, fear, doubt, overwhelm, and the imposter syndrome. Join us on this journey designed to transport you beyond your limitations to a world where anything is possible. This is Talking With Terry. Hello, and welcome back to Talking With Terry, where we have powerful conversations to transform your life and your business. And I am so excited for today's guest. Alicia Butler-Pierre is here. It's fancy. But here's the thing. She's on a quest. Okay, a quest to revolutionize the way small businesses operate. Love it. You're talking my language. She's the founder and, co- and CEO of Equilibria and a best-selling author of the Behind the Facade, the world's first, okay, the world's first published book on business infrastructure. So excited. We've been talking offline and it's going to be a fun day. I, I, I feel it. So welcome, <laughs> Alicia, to the show. Thank you, Terry. I'm so excited to be here. How are you today? I'm great. It's Friday here and I it's know, right? a gorgeous day and life could not be better. So, and I get to talk to you, like how much better can I get? Yes. Um. So tell us a little bit about you. Bring us up to speed, how you got to be where you're at today as one of these powerhouses in the community. So share with the audience so they can get to know you and hear more about your story. Sure. Well, to not bore anyone to tears and to give a Cliff Notes version, Terry, it all began with with my career in chemical engineering. That is how my introduction to processes began. And to make a a long story again, really, really short, I quickly realized I did not, one, I did not want to be in a chemical plant or an oil refinery for the rest of my career. And two, I realized I didn't understand business. I didn't understand the business decisions that were driving some of our daily production schedules. Went back to school, pursued an MBA, abruptly quit my job. I was living in New Orleans, Louisiana. I had this hunch that I needed to get out of New Orleans quick, fast, and in a hurry. Couldn't explain (laughs) it. And I know you'll appreciate this considering the energy work that you do and the healing work that you do. But I decided to leave everything, sell my house, move to Atlanta, Georgia, where I knew one person, Six months later, Hurricane Katrina happens. So this was back in 2005. And I came to Atlanta, ready to conquer the world, baby, thinking I was going to get a job. Didn't happen, Terry. And after about two months of what seemed to be endless, soulless job searching, I decided to start a business. And that is how Equilibria started. I literally created a business based off of a natural skill, talent, and ability which was organizing. So Equilibria was actually a professional organizing company, and it has since evolved into what it is today, where we provide business infrastructure services. And that's my story. I love it. I love it. So in this journey, like, what would you say? I love hearing kind of the overcomer, you know, story. And I, what has been your biggest, you know, barrier challenge 
um, that you've had to overcome in this, this journey of, of creating this business? Two things, actually. There's always funding, right? There's never enough money to do what we want to do, right? Agreed. But aside from that, it's quieting or quieting the inner critic, but also suppressing the noise from the outside with people telling you what you can and cannot do. Yes. Ah, oh, isn't that the truth? Oh my gosh. And 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 to I guess kind of a, a a to piggyback off of that, just getting over what other people will think or what other people will have to say. Yes. And I think that is so important. And I don't know that we've had this conversation in 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 this capacity, but I think that so often other people's opinions, other people's, you know, um, thoughts dictate what we do and don't do. Absolutely. Give them power. If yep. we give them power to do so. And I think in the beginning, when we're trying to do our own soul searching, trying to figure things out, and we're kind of a little bit of hot mess express, right? We, it's, it's easy for us to take it, right? Like it's easy for us to like hear it and then like get it thrown off course. That's so, so true. Stop doing that because, or maybe you did and then you figured it out, but like, but I think that's so important um, to, for us to unpack this a little bit, because I think that that's so important how we allow other people. You know, I just had this conversation yesterday and it was interesting. One of our um, collaborators and sponsors and he was sharing with me that he's like, yeah, he's like this, this kind of doom and gloom story. And I said, well, that's an interesting story. I don't think that's yours. And he's like, what do you mean? I was like, you can buy it if you want it. But also <laughs> there's another story that says there's abundance and there's this other reality. And he's like, oh, right. I don't think that's your story. I, I wouldn't pick it up. That's somebody else's that's trying mm. to get you you know, like let's be the Debbie Downers and like, you know, and so it's just really an interesting conversation is like, again, even with someone who has a successful business, that stuff still comes in at any level. It does. It does. It does indeed. And to be honest with you, Terry, even from the moment that I abruptly quit my job working as an engineer, I had a very comfortable life and I left it all behind to venture into the unknown. So, so that was really how it, that was one of the first major decisions I made where I had to literally ignore what everyone around me was saying. But truthfully, to be perfectly honest with you, Terry, I I wouldn't say that I have perfected it. I still haven't perfected it, but I have gotten so much better at quieting the noise as a result of what happened to me during COVID. I became really sick, not because of COVID, but it turns out I had a 10 pound tumor. Thankfully it was benign. Thankfully it was benign. And I am literally celebrating my one year post-surgery date. (laughs) But here's, here's what happened, Terry. It took me having to literally have a very major surgery to finally have the time and the space to think. And that's when I started connecting dots, Terry. And that's when I started realizing, girl, you have got to get yourself together. Yeah. This, how did you get, how did you land here? What circumstances, what is it that you did or did not do? And I can tell you a major, major thing that I am convinced led or contributed to this tumor was not expressing myself 
not talking to others, talking things out, trying to be superwoman and being superwoman damn near killed me. <laughs> that is a powerful message for everyone who's listening right now <laughs> and the women out there that have invisible superhero capes. Okay. I'm just saying that, you know, it, oftentimes it takes a, a death, almost near death experience or a, a, a chronic issue or a chronic situation before we start listening. And why do we have to allow it to get that far? I know. To listen. And, and again, sometimes those, those are the wake, our, wake up calls that we need to get, but we've got to start listening and trusting our bodies. Yeah. And, you know, having a type A personality, I'm a nice person, but I, but I, I am admittedly type A personality. I'm a driver. I like to get things done. And Terry, even though my body was giving me all of the signals like, hey, stop, take a break. I was pushing through, powering through anyway, to my detriment. And that is a big decision that I've learned. And now as a result, because I've had that time and space during that recovery period to finally think and really process things, I'm much better about saying no to things that don't serve me. I am much better at setting boundaries. And I listened to your interview with Bob Berg and and I have, have it here in my notes. I can accept compliments now. I couldn't do that before. And that may seem so trivial or maybe even trite, but that is huge for a person like me because I'm always looking. I I never relished or celebrated successes. It was always, okay, well, what's the next thing? What's the next thing? What's the next thing? And especially like high achieving type A, triple A's, all of them, right? All, and I'm one of you, I'm one, I am one with you. And, you know, we were joking offline that I said last night I was, um, you know, this week has been intense. And so last night I was exhausted by 630. I was like dozing off, which never happens. By seven o'clock, I put myself into PJs and put myself into bed because I'm like, my body needs rest. Like, yes, I don't know why I'm going to bed at seven o'clock. I feel like a little geriatric right now, but I <laughs> trust that this geriatric moment is needed for me. You know? <laughs> exactly. And so that's what I did, you know? And so, but I think that it's like, we, we've gotten so disconnected um, yeah. in such like success driven success go. And, and so, you know, again, it's, I think sometimes we think that we have to be doing in order to be creating. And I have learned through my own life lessons and hardships and, you know, not taking care of my body as well, that, you know, sometimes we can get further faster if we take those breaks. Yes. Listen to it. And even though it doesn't sound, it feels counterintuitive of taking those breaks, we really do allow our brains to reset. We really do allow ourselves to reconnect and, and the stress that we're feeling, which is this buildup can actually be completely eliminated um, just by stopping and taking breaths, stopping and taking a nap. I'm, I will sometimes take these little power naps. Oh, I definitely take them. You know, and so again, we can, we can do further faster for just listening and tuning into our bodies, but that takes practice to it does to stop the madness because like you were talking about the noise the noise gets so profound you know indeed indeed and and you need to be able to reset mm-hmm. because you're right just even a 20 minute power nap i've found terry 
Yeah. And I, I try to get those in if I can every day now. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I, I tell people I have a napper in it. If I, if I can get it, I will, I will do it. You know, at my other, I have two companies at my other company. I have a blanket underneath my couch. And so I'm like, I want to be stuck. <laughs> I use my yoga mat, Terry. <laughs> Some people will be like, what's that blanket? And I'm like, um, that's my like, like secret ninja weapon. <laughs> But, but isn't it amazing how, yeah, you wake up and you're, it's like you, you, you may as well, it, it feels Gosh. as though you've, you've slept for maybe two or three hours and not just, a, you know, 20 minutes, but it's absolutely necessary. And again, that was something that before I would have just pushed through it. Yeah. I um, do want to change the conversation a little bit because I sure. think that's so yummy and juicy, but also I do want to highlight what you actually do because. Okay, sure. And times as business owners you know, the self-care that's required is also moving our business into what I call owner independent status. And there's only a, and I don't know if you know the statistics on that, but like, you know, there's a small percentage of folks that can actually move their, their business into the owner independent status, but it's really powerful when we start to think about how we can actually do that. And you actually have some of the secret sauce on how to do that. And I love it. So Let's unpack that a little bit because you've, you've obviously mastered the way of, again, organizing businesses, but the infrastructure that goes behind, you know, making a business be successful without, with, with less doing, in my opinion, I feel like it's less doing, right? Absolutely. And to get to less doing, it actually might require more doing before you can get to the point of less doing, right? Because you have to, you have to start formalizing things. You have to start documenting things and that can be really painful. I'm going to be perfectly honest with you, but Terry, I do fun things like using index stick figures Oh, I love it. And so index those, cards. Those who are just joining us on the podcast, you got to come over to YouTube and check out what she's doing. She's giving some little visuals. Yes, yes, yes. So these are, so for those who can only listen, no problem. I love using stick figures and index cards because I understand that as entrepreneurs, as small business owners, we are super busy. To be able to sit down for hours at a time uninterrupted is, is a huge ask. And so I have learned over the years, Terry, how to quickly get information that I need from these CEOs and founders and business owners so that we can get as much information out of their heads onto paper and really start to figure out what work needs to be performed. How is that work organized into departments? Who ideally should perform the work? That's where we use the stick figures. And then finally, how should that work be performed? And that's where processes and systems and the different technologies that you want to use. No, she just dropped it, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, <laughs> she just said the S word, systems. Systems, absolutely. Which is not sexy at all. It isn't, sexy. it isn't. But what you're talking about is putting the work in to systemize and structure. And then once you have that built one time, you're going to do it anyways why not document the process? And I know for us, what I would do is I would document and I'd write it down on a literally a legal pad. I threw it into a notebook. And then when I was able to bring on an office manager, that was part of her job was to create the SOPs, you know, the, the, the training manuals and mm -hmm. you know, standard operating procedures to really help guide us in that system development, because that's the biggest piece. And can I just give like a little hack here? I can. 
you don't have to necessarily start from scratch. I think sometimes we get really overwhelmed. You know, if you can actually Google, you know, what are some SOPs that are out there that similar companies? Now you mm-hmm. cannot rob and duplicate it, but you can actually use it as a guideline or a framework to start being like, oh, and it will give you ideas like, oh, I didn't think about that. Or yes, I thought about this. And our system is different, but at least it says, okay, what do we do for this? We can build that out, right? And so you don't have to necessarily start from scratch, scratch. There is support out there to, you know, and now with AI coming on, like- I was just about to say that. AI, (laughs) think what I'm thinking, do what I say, and do, you know- Exactly, that's exactly right. You know, because I'm sure that's what AI sounds like. Um, (laughs) So- but there are sources out there. So let's, so yes. And I think that again, systems are not sexy, but what's, what's the alternative by not having systems? So, you know, whenever I hear people, because I do hear that often, that, that processes and systems and operations in general, it just, it's not talked about often because it just isn't sexy, but my rebuttal is always, unless you, that's the way your brain thinks. And then people right. are like, Demi, right. Right. Yeah. I think it's so, <laughs> but but so neither is going out of business because you don't have these things in place. That certainly isn't sexy. So imagine there, there's a big in- truth bomb right there. Big truth bomb. Here's the thing: get the systems and structure in place, stay in business, expand and scale with more ease, or take the other route, which I think 50% of businesses fail within the first year, and understanding that that's a reality. That is a true reality of what happens. Yes. And then 70% of those businesses don't make it to year 10. And I contend, so this is something, and this is why I'm so grateful to you for, for sharing your platform with me, Terry, is because this is a problem for small businesses that is often overlooked or just flat out isn't discussed. We don't talk about the issue of businesses failing because they have too many customers. But we always talk about what happens when they don't have enough. But think about it, when we're first starting our companies, if we have to think about the typical life cycle of a business, regardless of industry, regardless of size, it's always about the sales and marketing. And it makes sense. You have to attract people to your your company offering your products and services. Totally makes sense. But what happens when you start actually achieving some type of return on investment of your time, effort, energy, money into those sales and marketing and publicity related activities. Well, now you have a different type of problem. Now you need to make sure that you can handle the increased demand. And oftentimes that means you have to start growing your team. Well, when you grow your team, just as you mentioned with your office manager, we're not communicating telepathically, right? What can you write down? You have to have you have to have things documented. And it doesn't have to necessarily be a traditional standard operating procedure. It could be a voice recording that you do on your phone. Whatever it takes to get the information out of your head and into some type of consumable format that can easily be shared with other people. It could be a video. Yeah. It could be a checklist. It could be, it could be a number of, it can take many different shapes and forms, but again. The idea is, as you need to expand your team, people need to know what's expected of them. They need to know how to do, not just what to do, but how to do that work. And that's where processes can serve you very well. The other thing is you'll probably have to upgrade many of the technologies that you're using. All of those free accounts that was cute and fun (laughs) when you first got started, right? 
now you might need to invest in the enterprise level or the pro level or whatever whatever it is. So there's upgrades that need to take place across your business. And that's what we specialize in is creating that business infrastructure to build that foundation so that you can not only continue to grow, but to scale to the next level. And not only just scale it, you know, but also, and you bring up a really great point of having those things documented because eventually, you know, depending on what your targets and what your goals are for the business and the lifespan of your business, but for a lot of people, they do see this as an investment and they see this as a resource to sell eventually because you've Absolutely. built the clientele, you've built the systems, you've built, you put the, the, the blood, sweat and tears into this business. And at some point, the life cycle is to, to sell it or to pass it on to somebody else mm-hmm. in, in, in leadership. And so in order for us to do that, we do have to have those systems and structure in place to make it valuable. Because I'll be honest, I had a client years ago and uh, she, and I don't know how this, ha- I mean, it was a, she, they weren't working with brokers and they, it was just, she had a IT company. She sold it, but here's the kicker. And you're going to like, you're going to like die when you hear this. <laughs> she actually had nothing written down. So really, so they bought it. They, I mean, people buy because of the systems and structure. Let's be right. 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 That's why I'm and surprised. So that's the value. I mean, the clientele, yeah, sure. That's, that's, that's yummy, but the systems and structure, it's a done for you business. It's like, I'm exactly. In- and she is freaking out. Cause she's like, she said, they want all the training manuals. And she goes, I don't have them. She goes, they're like, right. And she points to her head and she's like, they're mm-hmm. all here. And I mm-hmm. go, oh, hot tamale. That's a big, that's a big problem. Right. So she had to send, spend, I mean, hours upon hours upon hours, mm. literally that she didn't have of trying to duplicate, think about download, write, journal, all the stuff that's stuck in her head before she could sell a business. And I'll tell you, it was probably the most stress I've ever seen a person be in because wow. she was freaking out because the papers had been signed, dotted, da, 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 da. And they, she, she had not necessarily misrepresented, but she said, these are the systems and processes in place. Mm. And then, so I'm just saying, if that is your ultimate target to go towards, think about it before it gets there, because yes. I can only imagine, you know, what that must've been like. Right. So Oh my gosh. And, and AI can't help in that case. And that was even before AI, right? It, it yeah. The adapter that you plug in, like, boop, da, 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 <laughs> right? like, but that, I think that story tells, you know, shows to me that the, the, the value of having it outside of us, because, you know, we're only good, you know, if we are the ones who are doing it, but it, when we're scaling, when we're, when we're upsizing, when we're selling, that is meant to be so everyone can access that. And that's right. value in selling, you know? Absolutely. And to, to your point, your earlier point, Terry, not only if you're, even if you aren't thinking about selling, if you just want to open additional locations, yeah. again, if you want, you have to expand your team. Yeah. People need to know what to do and how to do it. Yes. And it's the, the, the most effective way. Well, I know that we are, coming to our wrap up here. No. Uh, oh my gosh, it's so fast. Here's the thing. I want people, I, we're going to invite you back on, I, I promise, because I, we're just getting rammed up. But I would love for people to know any final thoughts and then where can we connect with you at? So final thoughts. As a recover, recovering perfectionist, 
I have developed a personal mantra, leave it better than you found it. So whenever you're working on something, always ask yourself, okay, it might not be what exactly what you wanted or exactly what you envisioned, but did you at least leave it better than you found it? Take comfort in knowing that. I love it. That's, that's a, that's a, that's powerful. And, and I'm also a recovering perfectionistic a being. So my, my mantra is 95%, mm. <laughs> like your 95% is going to be more than most people's 100%, right? So like, just go for 95% and it will just create a little, but I love it. Leave it better than you found it because that's golden. And I think that takes the pressure off where the the mind wants to go with Mm -hmm. it. Just so, yeah, I love it. Okay. So where can people connect with you and find more about you? So on social media, I like to play on LinkedIn. That's where you can find me, Alicia Butler-Pierre. And if you want to learn more about building your business infrastructure, go to smoothoperator.courses. That's right. Go, Terry. Go, Terry. That's right. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So make sure you go to smoothoperator.com. We're going to be adding all of her other contacts in the show notes. So make sure that you grab it, click it, go get this in place. I'm telling you, go now, get this figured out. You don't have to be at level B, C, or D in order for you to do this. You can start at level A and work your way up because it will save you time, energy, money, resources, mistakes. If you do it right the first time and expand it as you grow, right? Oh my goodness, this is absolutely delightful. Let's invite you back on and let's unpack this even further. And uh, big hugs. Thank you for doing what you're doing. Thank you for sharing your gifts today. Thank you so much, Terry. I am so grateful that you joined us for this episode. If you've enjoyed this, then I invite you to connect further with me at talkingwithterry, that's T-E-R-I dot com. Never lose sight of your knowing within. It has the power to guide you and what other people think of you becomes irrelevant. Now we will have Alicia back at some point for more powerful information on systems, structures, and process. Yep, the sexy stuff.